Welcome to the Wheel of Sport, home of the greatest sports stories ever told. My name's Ian McNally, and with me is... Matt Lavery, Matt Lavery! Yes, hello Matt, how are you? Yeah man, I'm really good, how are you? I drank a pint of, of juice, which is probably not highly recommended, followed by, I've got a cup of tea chaser okay. <laughs> to get me through. It's an unorthodox move, but I'm quite enjoying it. Yeah, nice and milky, is it? <laughs> yeah, to get that wheel spinning. It is. It is. How is the wheel? Is the wheel in good good spirits in Edinburgh? Oh, doing really well, man. Doing really, really well. Totally adapted to the move. Embracing the culture. Loving it. And the topic for this episode is... Mate, it's head-to-head. Head-to-head? We had, yeah, you're we've had a head-to-head it? for a while. I'm uh, Absolutely, I'm going to take it. This is a weird one, Matt, because this is a head-to-head. Head-to-heads normally involve more than one person. <laughs> now, <laughs> this head-to-head oh, does... What are you going to tell me now? <laughs> <laughs> this head-to-head just involves one person and a supernatural being. But we'll get on to... <laughs> We'll get on to how one man's one man's journey. He is responsible for one of the greatest feats in athletic history. Hands down, one of the best feats in athletic history. Unbelievable. He is a head-to-head because partly he's competed against himself because he's so good. But the other part, he's also had a bit of a journey with himself in his own mind as well as on on the athletic track you do realize you just said he had he was competing with himself and he was also competing with himself <laughs> this this is the you nature of yourself <laughs> <laughs> this is the nature of head to head when there's only one person involved Matt. i mean it very much moves in a cyclical direction but this episode is about Jonathan Edwards. He was born in Westminster, grew up in Devon. He became famous for triple jump. Yes, the old hop, skip and the jump. Well, in America, I believe they call it the hop, step and a jump. Oh, right. It, it's one of the few times where the Americans are less optimistic than British people. <laughs> like we, <laughs> we call it a skip. Like it's a bit of enjoyment in there, a bit of ra- a bit of razzmatazz. <laughs> but they but it call is a it skip step. because it's the same it foot is. twice. Well, actually, to to drill down on a detail of it, triple jump is three distinct and continuous movements. So the hop, which is the takeoff, you've got to take off with one foot and land on that same foot. The the step or the skip, you land on the other foot, and the jump, you can land in any manner you like if you want to land with two feet you can if you want to land on your hands you can if you want to land just on one foot it's really up to you so it's derived from the children's game hopscotch is it really yeah so because the hopscotch can be dated back to like ancient times so triple jump amazingly was in the first modern olympics in 1896 wow Ian, you've got kids. Are kids still playing hopscotch these days? Is that is that something they're into? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they play it on the iPad. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, no, they do actually. They they are, they absolutely uh, play hopscotch, and I don't know all the nuances of you know where you throw a pebble and all this sort of stuff. I think you play for money and stuff like that, but I haven't got into that. So uh, <laughs> don't want fights down the park. So this head to head featuring Jonathan Edwards. Let's paint the picture a bit about who Jonathan Edwards is. He, he was actually born um, at a very young age and he was the son of a vicar. And that might seem irrelevant, but it was very important in Jonathan's life because he was actually um, born a born-again Christian. Now, I'm not sure of the logistics of that because surely you don't have to go back in the womb again. Like, I don't understand... <laughs> I don't understand how you can be born again after you've just been born. I mean, it seems arduous. It's painful enough. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> <we're>, <laughs> the, the Wheel of Religion's a different podcast. So when he shows his faith is very important to him is when he starts triple jump and he starts competing at a decent level. He actually qualifies for the World Championship in 1991. And he doesn't compete because he will not compete on a Sunday. Really? Okay. So listeners might know from a previous episode with Roger Bannister where we mentioned Chariots of Fire, again, a similar story of a man who wouldn't compete on his holy day. And here, Mm. Jonathan Edwards, he's given up the world championship purely because of his religion. He fell on a Sunday. Wow. Interestingly, though, when he became a bit better at triple jump, probably because of God, when he gets to Stuttgart in 1993, he decided to compete and he won bronze. Um, (laughs) One of the qualifying rounds fell on a Sunday and he still went out and competed. So he kind of put that um, level of uh, fundamentalist Christianity behind him to start winning medals. Now, in 1994, in the European Championships, he finished sixth. So he's kind of gaining a bit of credibility. And then at the Commonwealth Games in the same year, he won silver. But obviously, in the Commonwealth Games, the big players are not there. So Mm. winning silver is like, you know, it's like finding a toy in the cornflakes, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> I just accepted that, but is it? <laughs> no, look, he's he's doing very very well, and the signs are kind of there that he's going to be in and around the medals, and he's you know going to do a good job on a on a British level, but perhaps not break through at international level to uh, a massive extent. But he's a solid reasonably good competitor absolutely and one thing that he really does have in his capability is his just his raw speed his personal best times for example 100 meet over 100 meters jonathan edwards clocked the time of 10.48 seconds wow that's seriously quick 200 meters 22.2 seconds goodness me maybe you should have looked at going into running (laughs) Well, he, he actually, when Linford Christie, the, the British world record holder, a world record holder, um, Linford Christie at 100 metres, 
they used to train together and he used to beat Linford Christie over 30 meters. Wow. So it gives you an idea of just how quick he was out of the blocks that he was beating a sub 10 second runner over the first 30 meters. He, even indoors at 50 meters, 5.9 seconds. Uh, extraordinary, like out of the blocks. Edwards is really doing well and he's kind of coming into a purple patch of his career. There's just a couple of events where all of a sudden everyone just sits up and is thinking, who is this guy? Because he really comes out of nowhere. In June of 1995, there's a tournament just outside Lille in France. He jumps 18.43 meters. Now, bear in mind the... The record at the time was 17.93 meters. Oh, whoa. He's jumped half a meter over the world record. Now, the downside of this is that it didn't count because wind speed was 0.4 meters per second over the limit. Right. Half a meter. (laughs) It's extraordinary. He then goes on to break the world record in a tournament in Salamanca in Spain and jumps 17.98 metres, bettering the world record by five centimetres. So he's just sort of suddenly a world a world record holder from nowhere. Yeah, it, it's really kind of, you know, he's been doing pretty well and then all of a sudden he's just really taken off. Way, but I'm... He's... <laughs> Got to hop to it. And it really culminates in this moment in Gothenburg at the World Championships, Sweden's second city. It's the 7th of August. And what year? Jonathan Edwards, 1995. So he's already beaten, a, uh, broken a world record, uh, you know, in the weeks leading up. And he's had that mammoth jump of 18.43, which obviously was illegal because of the, the wind. But this uh, world championship in Gothenburg, this is like really serious business. And But the scene is set. He's got these um, efforts in the bag already and he's feeling great and he's in the best form that he could possibly want. His first jump in the final goes so well. The large ruler measurement thing that they have on the side of the sand yeah. isn't isn't long enough. No way. So that's amazing. It's amazing, is it that that you know the measurement they, thing that's there for the crowd? They just didn't plan for this. He is the first man ever to jump over eighteen meters. Here's Jonathan in the first round. Oh, it's huge! It's massive! My goodness, that is fantastic, and it's legal. 1.3 metres per second. We could see history in the making in this very first round. And let's just soak up the moment with Jonathan Edwards. The sandpit was still big enough, though. The sandpit was, yeah, plenty big enough. But he (laughs) jumps 18 metres and 16 centimetres. He has not just broken the world record, he has smashed it apart and he is the first person ever to break that benchmark of 18 metres and he's done it by some way. 
Now, obviously, there's a nervous wait. He starts jumping around. He's he's a very humble character, Jonathan Edwards, and he's got his arms out, and the crowd are really cheering, and he's really cannot believe what's happened. He's trying to soak it in, but it's about a 50, 55 second wait before the white flag comes out, which says that this is a legal jump, i.e. he hasn't stepped over the board at the very start and the wind speed measures correctly and within the legal two meters per second. Everything goes perfectly and the white flag comes out and he's broken the world record. There are some marvelous barriers in track and field athletics. That's what makes it such an exciting sport, 18 meters is one of the greatest ever in triple jumping. It equates with 30 feet in long jump, 80 feet in shot putting, and goodness knows what for a mile. Oh my goodness gracious me. 18 minutes 16. It's legal. It's a world record for Great Britain and Jonathan Edwards. However, this is head-to-head, Matt. I was waiting for it, yeah. That record... Last la- less than 10 minutes. You're kidding. Because he only goes and jumps again. <laughs> <laughs> and this time... Go on, Edwards. 18 metres, 16 centimetres was his first effort. His second jump, 18 metres, 29 <laughs> centimetres. What's going on? <laughs> Man's on fire. Just unbelievable. But the interesting thing about his reaction the second time was he doesn't leap out of the sandpit and like run around and is like holding his face going, oh my God, I can't believe how brilliant that jump was. He kind of just said it cantonars it. He just gets up and stands there and is like, yeah. <laughs> like he's like, I'm the man. This is brilliant. Everyone knew that was going to happen. There it is. Oh, it's a tough act to follow, but he's done it again. I don't believe it. There it is. It is exactly 60 feet and one quarter of an inch. Jonathan Edwards has made history again. 18 metres, 29 centimetres. The reason at the start I said this is an amazing athletic feat is as we record in 2020, this record still stands. Nobody has really got close to it since 1995. Amazing. In fact, only four athletes have jumped over 18 metres since. Well, ever. Ever. Are you going to name them? No. <laughs> No, unless they're doing over 18 metres 30, then I'm not interested. The strange thing as well about that measurement, 18 metres and 29 centimetres, it is exactly 60 feet in old money. 60? 60 feet. I mean, you just just think about (laughs) that. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. It's it's such so extraordinary to watch because so it's, it's like ten tall men lying down and he's jumped them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, with a hop, skip, and jump. Yeah, Amazing. ten ten six feet men. Yeah, ten of them. <laughs> Mind boggles. To kind of put this in perspective and see how extraordinary this was, 
Edwards in competition only ever went on to jump over 18 metres three more times in his career. I like that, though. He's still doing it. Actually, to put it in even greater perspective, in 1967, uh, for example, with a jump of 16 metres, 92. So within a generation, they've added five feet (laughs) onto the record. Amazing. Yeah, I can't think of any sports where they've managed to whittle away that record. Probably only something like high jump when the Fosbury flop was invented have they yeah. managed to really... But the the premise of like that high jump, the Fosbury flop, really revolutionized the sport because it was a completely innovative way of doing it. But nothing's really changed in triple jump. There's still yeah, the same it's technique. It's technical, it's the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can't do it really any other way than go as far as you can and be as springy as you can and run as fast as you can. It's remarkable, really. And the fact that the record still stands today is just unreal. The head-to-head as well comes in because after 1995, Jonathan Edwards competed 14 times, 14 competitions in that year unbeaten in all of them that's class yeah he also was the lequeep international champion of champions and the awif 1995 male athlete of the year so he's getting massive recognition for this amazing feat he also is bbc personality sport of sportsman of the year yeah <laughs> yeah that's a big that's one the, that's the prize like most athletes would throw their gold medals in the bin if only they <laughs> Could get close to the Voted BBC. for by the British public. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a long way from 1991 where he didn't want to compete on a Sunday because of his faith. Certainly 1995 was such a massive year for Jonathan Edwards. So obviously the following year was Atlanta 1996, the Olympics in the USA. And this is where he faced the man who he'd stolen the record off, Kenny Harrison, who was from the USA. And here they are pitted against each other on the world stage at the 96 Olympics. Edwards manages to record a time 17 metres 88, which is pretty remarkable by Olympic standards. But Kenny Harrison, 18.2. Zero nine. Oh, so he's he's up there in the 18s. And Matt, that is still an Olympic record. Yes. So it go the tri- triple jump. When you start delving into it, you realise that it's such a hard sport. Most sports, the records fall on a regular basis. Not triple mm. jump. There's something very unique and special about this event, where once you post the record. It's likely to stay there for a while, unless you break it yourself like Edwards did in Gothenburg. Yeah. After the Atlanta Olympics, Edwards in 98, he ended up having keyhole surgery on his left ankle. He missed the Commonwealth Games, but he did manage to compete and win a European title in Budapest that year. By the time he got to 1999, he's kind of getting on in his years and he still won nine out of the 12 competitions he entered. But obviously, the year 2000... It's Sydney Olympics. Now, there was a bit of question mark of whether he would actually compete in the Sydney Olympics because in the run-up to the Sydney Olympics in the years before, his mother-in-law had taken quite ill. And just as the Sydney Olympics was about to start, his mother-in-law died and he was kind of ready, you know, 
a bit torn of whether to come home. But he obviously channels that emotion to win a gold medal. Brilliant. Interestingly, the gold medal, the time, the distance he recorded was 17.71 meters, which was 17 centimeters less than the distance he'd recorded at Atlanta and walked away with silver. So, But has the field just declined that much in those years? Is there just nobody's come through? There's a lot to be said in triple jump, not necessarily about the field, but you've got wind speed, which plays a, a part in it, but also how the track is performing. So is okay. it a fast track, a slow track, soft, springy? So obviously... Uh, for the demands of triple jump, you want the track to be really responsive and hard in your sprint. And obviously, mm-hmm. you want it to be as springy as possible off the board. There's a real balance there. So clearly, I think, you know, when you're dealing with this level of distance and ability, all those micro changes just matter hugely in the distance and probably go to speak to why the records remain as they do. Now, I've got a sense that... Um, this Gothenburg track might have well have had something special in it, like springs. <laughs> because the women's record for triple jump is 15 and a half meters and was recorded by Anessa Kravats, Lenny's sister, from the Ukraine. <laughs> and on the 10th of August, three days after Jonathan Edwards' record in 1995, Anessa Kravats, she broke that world record which still remains today wow (laughs) so within the space of three days they've cast these records in iron and that's it yeah (laughs) no one can jump further i love it (laughs) (laughs) so there's something very special happening in gothenburg uh over over that week edwards he's had this keyhole surgery but he's come back, he's won gold at Sydney, which was just a fantastic achievement, having that Olympic gold. Like, uh, you think of many athletes who really deserve an Olympic medal who mm. don't get one. And Jonathan Edwards was very nearly that, uh, that athlete. And it's so pleasing that he managed to get one of the Olympic golds. Then it's the Manchester Commonwealth Games 2002. Because Jonathan Edwards' success in 1995, he'd really popularised the sport of triple jump. There was like this real groundswell of people. Now, this sport was just a field event, which no one was really interested in, unless they you know, got to join in with the clapping. Yeah. <laughs> Slow clap. <laughs> like, that was it. And now he put it, you know, he won BBC Balls Personality of the Year. He's front and centre, and he's put triple jump there. So by... Uh, the time it gets to the Manchester Commonwealth Games in 2002, seven years later, he's got some young protégés who are trying to take his spot. One of them is Phillips Adowu, who records 17.68 metres. Now, Edwards, an old hand, he just reverses the last two figures, 17.86, and takes gold. (laughs) So he's still not done at the top level. He then goes to the Euros in Munich. He actually only walks away with a bronze. But what's special about this? Christian Olsen, who won gold with a jump of just over 17 and a half metres. Christian Olsen was a Swede who was sat in a stadium as a youngster 
who watched Jonathan Edwards break that world record in Gothenburg. Oh, that, that's cool. That's nice. Isn't that just so such a beautiful like synergy? Yeah, I like that. But you can see that Jonathan Edwards, because of the individual nature of the sport... You know, he is going head to head with himself and and that elusive 18 meter benchmark, you know, to get even close to that again is is just so hard. And not many, as I said, only four other athletes other than Edwards have jumped over 18 meters since Edwards did it in 1995. And so Edwards was really loved as an athlete and in Britain particularly because not only had he got Olympic gold and he'd won all of these competitions and he'd broken a world record which still stands he's just a a really nice man and he's a man who very much wore his christian faith on his sleeve he he talked about how god had helped him he said he didn't believe in any uh sports psychology he was worried that the the weight of the nation was on his shoulders and his colleague had said to him then the weight of nation is not on your shoulders weighing you down. It's pushing you down the track. I think that's a really lovely image and very suitable for a man of faith like Jonathan Edwards. Yeah, it's 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 nice. It's a bit twee, but it's fine. <laughs> it is twee and it's right up my street. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> well, talking of twee, Matt, probably Jonathan Edwards' greatest achievement was getting a job presenting the iconic BBC TV show, which had been running since October 1961, a TV show called Songs of Praise. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a question of sport. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, this, this, this is a good TV show, Matt. So for anyone who doesn't know what Songs of Praise is, it's basically a show which films lots of people singing hymns in church and that's it they occasionally interview some interesting people who are also of faith who talk about their faith and jonathan edwards given his achievements given the fact that he was just an all-round nice guy and he was very good at presenting this tv show because it was coming from his christian spirit and his christian faith a really good synergy. That was until, Matt, he went head-to-head with a supernatural being. Jonathan Edwards denounced his faith in 2007, quit his job on Songs of Praise, which was probably paying all right, and decided that God was no longer for him, Matt. He just gave it up. Head-to-head, he's like, come on, God, I've jumped over 18 metres, I can take you on. (laughs) So... He's been questioned about it and asked about it many times. And his answer has just been, I just stopped believing. His wife is still a believer. His two kids aren't. He said there's no conflict or anything. Then he reflected back on his early career where he'd shunned sports psychology. And he said, actually, I was exercising sports psychology. I just replaced it with the word God. Yeah, well, quite... (laughs) So it's quite a remarkable tale and a remarkable achievement. And if you get the chance, I'll put the link uh, to the video of of the Gothenburg because you see the difference in his reaction from the first jump to the second jump. And just seeing someone jump further than the ruler is something extraordinary. 
And who knows when this record will be broken again. Absolutely. That is amazing. What a fantastic tale, Ian. Thank you so much for sharing that one with us. And thanks very much to all our listeners out there uh, around the world listening to The Wheel of Sport. Please get in touch with the show if you've got any suggestions for topics that uh, that we could cover. Um, get in touch with the show at The Wheel of Sport on Twitter or Instagram. And you can email the show at thewheelofsport at gmail.com. Thanks, Matt. I'm off to watch the songs of praise. <laughs> Enjoy it, matey. <laughs> thanks ever so much. Have a lovely See day. See you next time for the greatest sports stories ever told. All the best. Time. Born in London, was brought up in Devon, and the whole stadium rises to a great, great champion.